Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 3. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before. For day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, 13th of October. Good to have you aboard. We are part of the Believe Podcast Network. As always, everything If you've been involved in an accident, any kind of injury that wasn't your fault, Anajar would be an accident. They're going to get you the money that you deserve. If you're dealing with a back injury from work, from the road, you suffered it out in public, if you have long-term back pain, through no fault of your own, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys, they're going to help you pursue compensation. They are dedicated to providing the highest client support with no hidden fees or extra costs. Call them now, 1-800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. Good to have you here on a Friday. Of course, last night, you had week six of the NFL season get going, and of course, 
you can make all your plays, all your winning plays on Bet Online. Bet Online, your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, totals. For all your NFL, all your college football action, it's right at your fingertips. With Bet Online's real-time updates on stats, news, and odds, all through the college football playoff and through the Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head over to the Bet Online website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, and you can get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, got a few things to get to here before we get into the meat of the show. I'm doing this podcast right now. I don't know if you're ever going to hear it. If you're hearing it right now, then great. Everything worked out. But right now, the internet is down in my neighborhood. So I can record the show like I'm doing right now. But am I ever going to actually be able to upload it so all of you guys can hear it? Now, if you're listening to this right now, you're listening in the future. So you know things that are happening or that have happened that I'm not privy to yet. I don't have this information yet. So if you're listening to this right now, then you know my internet was restored. And it's not just my house. It's the whole neighborhood here. They say that it's not going to be restored until around 7 p.m. I, I hope that's not the case because hot tip, I'm on ESPN Radio tonight. I'm co-hosting Amber and Ian on ESPN Radio this evening with my homegirl, best girl, Amber Wilson. So, and it's not Zazzle and Amber. It's Amber and Zazzle. All right, when I fill in, it's Amber and Ian, but it's Amber and Ian with Zazzle filling in tonight for Ian Fitzsimmons. So, I'm really looking forward to that. I love working with Amber. She is my favorite. So, tonight, 7 to 10 p.m. on ESPN Radio. You can listen on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, Always on the ESPN app as well, wherever you are. So I'm hoping that the internet gets restored soon, for one, so that you're listening to this right now. And for two, I want to work tonight. I'm supposed to be on ESPN radio, so we'll see. (coughs) I'm doing this show right now. I don't know if anyone's going to hear it. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, last night, I went and saw Bert Kreischer. Yep, that's right. So... We went, I took my son, I took my 14-year-old Corey to see Burt Kreischer. I'd never seen him before. My son, my son loves comedy. And he had just recently became introduced to Burt Kreischer because my son watched The Machine on Netflix, which is based on a true story. It's based on, it's, it's based on an episode in Burt Kreischer's life in his college days where he got mixed up with the Russian mafia. True story. So my son wanted to see Burt Kreischer. I wanted to see him as well. And it ended up being kind of a last-minute thing where I I found tickets at a great price a couple days ago. So we went last night to see Burt Kreischer, and I love being able to see comedians in that type of venue, even though it's really expensive because, see, my wife and I, we go to the improv all the time. Dane Improv, Miami Improv, and we were there a couple weeks ago to see, see my guy Dave Williamson. We were there a few weeks before that to see Brad Williams. I love going to the improv, but at the improv, we can't bring my son. You got to be 21. But when you get a show like at the Hard Rock Live, someone big, I can bring my son. Now, tickets are more expensive. 
because these are huge comedians that are playing venues like this. But I get to bring my son. So we went last night. We had great seats in the orchestra. He had a great time. And it was such a, it was such a cool show because he kept saying a few times throughout, and he was laughing to himself that he hasn't even gotten to his info yet. Uh, his info. He hasn't even gotten to his act yet. And, like, what he was saying was, he was just up there telling stories, telling really funny stories. And I, I think he was being serious when he was saying that, that, because he was, like, he was on fire. And he even said, I'm in a weird mood tonight. And I don't know how much of his actual act he did last night. So I feel like, and he's performing there again tonight. So I feel like we got a really cool show last night where he was just up there riffing and telling stories and he didn't even really get into his prepared act. So that was really neat to experience that type of show. And he was up there, I think he was up there almost two hours, which is really long for a stand-up show. And he even said it around the 120, 125 mark, because it had started to get late. It was like 10.30 at this point. And he even said, he goes, he goes, listen, uh, because cause it's in a casino, it's in the Hard Rock Live. So listen, if you guys are out there, if you're ready to go, you got plans tonight, you're going to the casino, whatever you're doing tonight, if, if you want to leave, you could feel free to get going, but I'm going to keep going. I'm having a great time here. Let's continue to have fun. But if you need to leave, if you have to get out of here, that's okay. I'm not going anywhere. So he just went over the time that he was normally going to perform to. And it felt like we were at a really different kind of show, which was awesome. And and my man Dave Williamson, he was able to set it up that me and my son got to meet Bert after the show. We took a picture. It was really cool. And it's such a fun thing because Bert Kreischer, if you don't know him, he's, he's the guy who's a little bit on the heavy side. And he does the shows without his shirt on. And so it's a thing. So he's got the huge belly, you know. And so it's a thing where he gets out there. He comes out fully clothed. And within seconds, takes the shirt off, throws it away. And that does the whole show without his shirt on. And he was great. It was really fun. I love going to see comedy shows like that with my son. It's cool being able to... Because we love comedy in this house. And funny's funny. And it's cool being able to experience it through him. Enjoying my son enjoying the comedy show. If that makes sense. So that, that that's that's extra, you know. So I really enjoyed that. Unfortunately, though, because I went and saw Bert Kreischer last night... I was not able to watch the Panthers live. <coughs> Panthers opened their season last night with a loss at the Minnesota Wild. I recorded the game. No spoilers. Didn't check my phone. Nothing like that. I'm not going to come home and watch the game having known the outcome. That's stupid. So I get home. I get my act together. I get situated on, situated on the couch. It's about 11.45. It's about 12 o'clock. And it's late, but... I'm starting the Panther game. And the great thing is with hockey, you know, if I speed through the commercials and through intermission, I could watch the entire hockey game in about 70 minutes. You know, each period's 20 minutes. I could watch the whole game in about 70 minutes. It's awesome. So I got done with the game a little after 1 o'clock. I was tired by like five minutes left in the game. And you know what it felt, you know what it reminded me of? The quadruple overtime game. Game one against Carolina in the Eastern semis, which of course the Panthers won. Thank God Kachuk had the game winning goal there. And it it reminded me of that because that was such a miserable night. 
It really was. You would think, oh my god, epic game. You'll never forget it. And the Panthers won. That was a miserable night. Any Panther fan that is listening to this right now and remembers and stayed up for it, like, thank God they won, but it was a miserable experience watching that quadruple overtime game and just sitting there for hours and hours waiting for somebody to score and just dead tired. That was not fun. I don't ever want to do that again the rest of my life. And so it reminded me of that last night because I was watching the game extra late. Anyway, Panthers lost 2-0, and they dominated that game last night. So many shots, so many scoring chances. I thought the power play looked great. And yeah, they they ran into a goalie who wasn't allowing anything. He was awesome. Like Gustafson, his name is. He wasn't giving up anything to the Panthers last night. So I liked what I saw overall, especially when you consider no Sam Bennett the first couple weeks, it seems. Montour and Ekblad are going to be out probably until December. I liked what Oliver ekman Larson, new defenseman. I liked what he looked like last night. Mackie Samuskevich was very involved. Barkov as well. Like, the Panthers, had, they had great opportunities. And they ran into a goalie who was denying everything. So, alright. They lose last night. Dominated the game. It's annoying that I stayed up so late to watch the Panthers score no goals. They're back at it tomorrow afternoon. Now, is the Panthers tomorrow... Going to be in big game or not a big game? Hey, no spoilers. I'm not going to spoil that for you, but yes, it is a Friday show. We got big game or not a big game coming up. Actually, we're not going to do we're not going to do big movie or not a big movie today. There's really nothing new coming out this weekend streaming either. That's real interesting. Like I saw the the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie is out in theaters this weekend. That was like the only thing that I would consider putting in big movie or not a big movie, and I can tell you right now, it would have been not a big movie. Uh, That's a spoiler. It would have been not a big movie. So, we're skipping big movie or not a big movie today. Just don't have the material. Also, here's kind of a bummer for what I wanted to do today. I was all set to have homegirl Ruthie Polinski on the show today. She's out up there now, NBC Chicago, formerly NBC6. We're going to get an update from her, how she's doing. We're going to talk NFL with her. We're going to talk about the Dolphins. Chase Claypool's on the Bears. That's who she covers now. They trade him to the Dolphins. So we're going to get into a bunch of fun stuff with Ruthie Polinski. And we can't do it. Because like I said, I don't have internet right now. I don't know if you're ever going to hear this show. I hope you are. Because I feel like it's going to be a good one. Anyway, I told Ruthie we will we'll reschedule and we'll do it next week. So last night... I was able to catch the ninth inning on the radio on the way home. My man Boog Shambi on the call, ESPN Radio, as the Phillies take out the Braves in four games. The Braves win 104 games. They lose in the divisional series three games to one. They lost 3-1 last night to the Phillies. And Philadelphia advances to face the Arizona Diamondbacks beginning Monday in the National League Championship Series. Now, uh, I I can't get behind all the complaining all the bitching and moaning about the, the the best teams. You know, we're talking Atlanta. We're talking Baltimore. I, I can't I can't get behind the complaining about the days off from the end of the regular season to the start of the divisional series 
And that's why they got swept by teams like Texas and lost in four games to teams like Philadelphia, who have been playing since right after game 162 because they played in the wild card round. Baseball is a is a rhythm sport. It's a game that you got to play every day. And the days off, the layoff, that screwed up these teams. Boo motherfucking who. Like, I am not here for it. The Houston Astros are in the American League Championship for the seventh consecutive year. How come the layoff never hurts the Astros? How come they how come a great team like the Astros is always able to overcome the couple days off after the regular season and before the divisional playoff starts? Get out of here with the bitching and the moaning. This is baseball. This is how it goes. It's random. And in a series, let alone a short series, like a five-game series, anything can happen. Anyone can go cold. Any team can go into an offensive slump, and this is what ends up happening. I don't want to hear any of the bitching and moaning about the days off, and we have to change, again, the Major League Baseball playoff format. I love the format. Best of three, best of five, best of seven World Series. You got seven teams from each league that are making the postseason more opportunity for fans to be involved with their team. At the end of the regular season, you got more teams playing meaningful games, and you get the top two division winners so that the divisions still reward, the division winners are still rewarded for having a great season. They get the bye. Those teams would much rather get a bye than play a best of three in the wild card. Stop bitching. There's nothing wrong with the baseball playoff right now. But I will say this. And let's be honest, let's be fair. The MLB playoffs, which are usually great, have been terrible so far. Terrible. Gotta be fair. We've had eight series so far. Four wild card series, all of which were sweeps. Four divisional series, two of which have been sweeps. Eight series so far in the Major League Baseball playoff, six of them have been sweeps. The other two failed to reach a deciding game. That's bad. This has been a bad postseason so far. So your 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 championship series, Arizona, Philadelphia, Texas, Houston. <clears throat> now, Texas and Houston's got a lot of juice to it because we're talking about two Texas teams. And the Astros are super polarizing, so you gotta figure MLB is rooting for Houston on that side. In the National League, Arizona getting this far is a disaster. They were the last seed. They were number six. They were the third wildcard team. Arizona getting this far is a disaster. MLB has to be rooting so hard for the Phillies, which are a great story right now. So Philadelphia, Houston, if you're looking to get the most eyeballs, that's what you're hoping for right now if you're Major League Baseball. Now, and, and by the way, Philadelphia winning last night and winning in four, even though that series did not go the distance, that was a fun series and had a ton of juice to it. Speaking of which, let's get to that in a second here. But first, guys, I've been telling you about Sheets and Giggles for a while now. Why am I telling you about Sheets and Giggles? Well, if you're a loyal Zaslow Show 2.0 listener, I want to make sure you're getting the best sleep of your life. And if I told you, you could sleep on the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets out there. And if you use promo code Zaslow at checkout, you'll get 20% off your first order. Is that something you'd be interested in? Of course it is. When you go to SheetsGiggles.com, you're going to find the most soft sheets you have ever seen at a great price all over the site. It's the annual fall sale going on right now. 
So if you're not a first-time orderer on SheetsGiggles.com, if you've already used promo code ZASLO to get your 20% off, you're in luck still because we're talking 25% off all across SheetsGiggles.com because of the annual fall sale. Again, promo code ZASLO, Z-A-S-L-O-W at checkout, 20% off your first order. SheetsGiggles.com, you're going to get the best sleep of your life and you're going to become permanently one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on sheets and giggles, eucalyptus sheets. That's right. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow. Not just a eucalyptus pillow case, not just eucalyptus bed sheets and a comforter. I sleep on an actual eucalyptus pillow. You know a koala sleeps up to 18 hours on a eucalyptus tree? Imagine how comfortable a eucalyptus mattress is. Sheetsgiggles.com. Use promo code ZASLO. Get your 20% off. So, the big story, though, And this is kind of nutty, but the big story in Major League Baseball right now does not have to do with something that took place on the field. So after Game 2, when the Atlanta Braves came from behind, doubled up Bryce Harper to end the game, in the Braves clubhouse, you had shortstop Orlando Arcia yelling out, Attaboy Harper! Attaboy Harper! And, you know, he was mocking Bryce Harper, talking trash to his teammates. He's excited. He's in his own clubhouse. And the next game, game three, Bryce Harper hits two runs, two home runs. He's grilling RC as he rounds second base each time, staring him down. And that's the big story now. And then they win again last night. And now you got the Braves. You got catcher Travis Darno before last game. He's talking about it, how it's not right that that got out. Orlando Garcia after game three is saying, Things he says in the clubhouse, he didn't think that's not supposed to get out. <clears throat> and that's become a huge story now in regards to ethics when it comes to the media. And you know the American public especially loves getting on the media, how terrible the media is. I usually defend the media. Players love to blame the media. They love saying that was taken out of context. These guys don't know what taken out of context means. That's something they say when they don't like that they got quoted. Players love blaming the media. In this situation here, Jake Mintz is the baseball writer. I think he writes, I think he's part of Fox, MLB on Fox. Jake Mintz is the one who put it out there that Orlando Garcia in the Braves clubhouse celebrating Game 2's win with his teammates, was yelling, attaboy, Harper, attaboy, Harper. And he then put it out there. And now there's a whole firestorm. The Braves are mad about it. Whatever happened to the sanctity of the clubhouse? And what is the line that reporters cannot cross when it comes to information gathered in the locker room, in the dressing room, in the clubhouse? I will normally defend the media in these cases. I can't do it this time. I don't like what went down. I don't like how it was handled. And for me, and I've been in clubhouses, I've been in locker rooms, I've been in the dressing rooms. I haven't done it in a really long time, but I've been there. I know what it's about. I know what it's like. First of all, I'm very surprised that the reporters were allowed in the Braves clubhouse right after the game. Normally there is a a cool-down period for a few minutes after the game where the players 
do just that. They cool down from whatever the result is. And then the doors open for the media to come in and peruse around the clubhouse, talk to whoever they want, and write the stories they want, and then get out of there. You're not supposed to just hang out, even though that winds up happening. It's a really weird scene, all of it. But normally there's a cool-down period. So for this to have been the case, that means that the doors were open in the clubhouse immediately. And there's a cool-down period for cases like this where, yeah, a player like this, Orlando Arcia, who doesn't want reporters to hear him trash-talking the other team, who doesn't want it to get back to the other team, wants to be able to celebrate a very exciting moment with his team and not have to look over his shoulder in his own clubhouse. That's why I don't understand why the media was in there right away, why they were allowed to be in there right away. But here's also the thing where I think this reporter, I, I, I think he crossed the line. If the player says something to you, you're talking to him, and he says something to you, it's all fair game. Unless, of course, there's a, okay, this is off the record. No. Otherwise, everything he says to you is fair game. If there's a setting around the player where multiple people are asking questions and he's talking to reporters, everything there is fair game. If a player is not conversing with media and is having conversations with his teammates, even if it's trash talking, if he's not talking to the media and the media is just standing there, eavesdropping and jotting down notes and then tattling, that's bullshit to me. I don't condone that. You want to write something, go ask the player a question. He tells you what he's going to tell you or what he's not going to tell you. But just to stand in the clubhouse and observe what's happening in their clubhouse, their setting, their home, and just jot down all the things they're doing and saying and talking about and then reporting on it, that's bullshit. You know that when Orlando Arcia is talking trash, not to reporters. Now, a lot of times players will say something like, fuck Bryce Harper, and you could put my name on that. Or, fuck Bryce Harper, I hope, he, I hope you tell him. Okay. But in this case, clearly, the players are celebrating amongst themselves. And then the reporter writes all that down and puts it out there. Now, has the story been overblown? Yup. Is it the reason why the Braves lost the series? Not even close. But was this reporter, Jake Mintz, out of line? Did he cross the line? Was this unethical, in my opinion? Yeah, in a really big way. I don't like it. The media's job, I usually defend the media, I'm usually on the media side. Can't do it here, I gotta be fair. The media's job is not when you are allowed in the clubhouse or locker room or dressing room to stand there and take notes of everyone's behavior. If you're writing a story, if you're doing your job, go up there, ask your questions, get your quotes, get done what you need to get done to do your job. Your job is not to eavesdrop on players, especially in a super emotional moment when they're celebrating with their teammates. I don't like it. I can't, I can't support it. I support the media almost every time in this spot. Can't do it here. Gotta be fair. I didn't like it. So anyway, that's a major topic now. We'll do a little bit more of that coming up in a moment here.
So, we'll get to big game, not a big game. One of those games that was not a big game was last night. Week 6, Thursday night football got going last night. Chiefs-Broncos. I didn't see any of the game. I was at Burke Kreischer last night. Thank God I didn't see any of it. When we got out of the show, my son immediately then went and looked on his phone. Chiefs are up 16-8. Three minutes left in the game. I'm like, oh my God, what a, what a shit burger game this is. So glad I was not watching this. Chiefs win 19-8. Russell Wilson had like 90 yards passing. It must have been a horrific game. Even for Thursday night football standards. And I think we'll probably talk about it tonight on ESPN Radio. But Russell Wilson was terrible. I think this is more a Sean Payton story. To me, the bigger story here is Payton. Sean Payton obviously talked all that shit about Nathaniel Hackett and is doing a much worse job than Nathaniel Hackett did last year. That team won five games. Are you sure these Broncos are going to win five games? They're one in five. Are you sure they're going to go four and seven the rest of the way? And Sean Payton, who, 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 whose behavior, like he behaves like an asshole, but Sean Payton could have had the pick of any job he wants. He chose the Broncos job. He chose to come out this year of retirement, if it was even retirement. And he did that in part because of Russell Wilson. Hey, they have a quarterback. I can fix him. Nathaniel Hackett was terrible. You're not going to come out of retirement and take a job with a team that has an awful quarterback. If you have his credentials, Sean Payton, you're, and you have the pick of the litter, you're going to pick a good situation. He took that job because he thought it was a good situation because he believed he had a quarterback. And you look at that. Now look, Kansas City's defense is pretty good this year. But Russell Wilson... That was abysmal last night. He has not been abysmal every game this year, but overall, has Sean Payton fixed Russell Wilson? Not by any stretch. And on top of it, because this is something we've talked about many, many times here, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday with Joy Taylor on the show. If you missed yesterday's show, Hollywood Joy Taylor, she joined us. Go to Zaslow Show 2.0, wherever you get your podcasts, and go back and listen to yesterday's show. And we talked about how important the relationship between the head coach and the quarterback is, and how it could ruin the quarterback, and how that's why Brian Flores is never going to get a job again. Not because he's black, but because he almost ruined Tua's career and couldn't tell that Tua's a franchise quarterback. That's why he'll never get an NFL head coaching job again. Has nothing to do with his skin color. Sean Payton, though, has done a terrible job managing his relationship with Russell Wilson. They seem to hate each other. And for the record, Sean Payton has the exact same amount of Super Bowl wins as Russell Wilson. And for the record, Russell Wilson has been to the Super Bowl twice as many times as Sean Payton has as a head coach. So while Russ may stink now, treating him the way Sean Payton is treating him does not seem to be the answer for the Denver Broncos. And it's almost a situation where, I'm not going to say that Sean Payton is sabotaging Russell Wilson, but it may it may be at a point where Sean Payton is going to purposely, or is 
purposely making things difficult. I mean, you saw Russell Wilson for the first time, I believe it was. He had the placard on his wrist with all the plays. Almost like, you need to know all of this. Oh, what, you can't remember it? Okay, so you're going you're gonna to take a, a place card out. It's almost as if Sean Payton may be making things really difficult for Russell Wilson as an excuse for why Sean Payton's team is so bad this year, where he's going to be able to point the finger and say, our quarterback was shot. I need someone else. Not my fault. I'm not saying he's sabotaging Russell Wilson, but I'm not not saying it. I'm not not saying it. Last night, though, I think it was a good night for the Dolphins. I'll tell you why. First, though, Johnny Cuba, Zaslow Show 2.0, tailgate this Sunday. Dolphins, Panthers. 9 a.m. the gates open for tailgating. Johnny Cuba, Zaslow Show 2.0 tailgate. Orange side, east side of the stadium, orange lot. Where exactly are we going to be? We'll let you know when we get there, first thing Sunday morning. We'll tell you exactly the row, the aisle, that whole deal. But as long as you're on the east side of the stadium and you're in the orange lot, it's going to be easy to find us because we're going to have the big Johnny Cuba truck there, the van. We're going to have the big Are You Hungry Grill van. You're going to see the Johnny Cuba tent all set up and everything. <coughs> Come on out, tailgate with us right when the gates open all the way up until game time. Johnny Cuba, Zaslow Show 2.0. I've been putting out the ads. You can see it on my Instagram, on my Facebook, on Twitter, and you're going to see the Venmo barcode there. You could scan that and pre-order your food from Are You Hungry Grill. My man Raul is coming out with the meat. He's coming out with the Johnny Cuba. You'll be able to buy stuff when you're there. But if you want to order in advance and make sure you got food there for yourself, for your family, for your crew, whatever you got going on, scan the Venmo code and you could order in advance. There you go. So I want to see you guys. You come on by. We're going to have Johnny Cuba. We're going to have samples of Johnny Cuba if you've never had it. Official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Everybody knows that. So we'll see you this Sunday, first thing at Dolphins-Panthers tailgate. All right. Last night, though, I thought it was a good thing for the Dolphins. Why is that, Zaslow? How'd that happen? They didn't play last night. I know they didn't play last night. The Chiefs beat the Broncos 19-8 to last night. The Dolphins beat the Broncos 70-20. to The Broncos are one of the worst teams in the NFL, and the Chiefs were only able to manage 19. The great Patrick Mahomes scored 19 on a short week against the road team. A team that the Dolphins scored 70 on? The Dolphins scored 51 more points on that team than the great Patrick Mahomes. Now, I'm not saying that this is anything on Patrick Mahomes. What I am saying is, I think the Dolphins are 1,000% a contender in the AFC. I don't think... There are three teams. Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins. If you want to say the Chiefs are the top team, okay. If you want to say the Bills are the top team, okay. But the point I'm making is, if you want to say the Dolphins are the top team, I believe it. I don't think the Chiefs and the Bills... Look, the Bills are 3-2. and two. The Bills are susceptible to lose to stupid teams like they have this year. The New York Jets, and then last week when they lost, who'd they lose to again? (coughs) Jacksonville. The Dolphins have yet to show that they're susceptible to losing to stupid teams. They lost the Bills. That goes a long way. The Chiefs, though, and I've been saying this, 
The Chiefs, to me, it doesn't feel like they have this aura about them this year. The struggles they have on offense, I feel like, are the struggles we thought they were going to have last year, minus Tyreek Hill. It turned out that was not the case. But this year, it seems to be happening. The Dolphins scored 70 on the Broncos. The Chiefs managed 19 and did not put the game away until a field goal with just a couple minutes left. I I believe the Chiefs are very beatable. I think the Dolphins are lucky that a road game against the Chiefs is not at Arrowhead, that it's in Germany. And as opposed to past years, if the Dolphins were playing the Chiefs, I would say that's, that's not a game you can expect them to win. The Dolphins are going to play the Chiefs this week in the Dolphins of Carolina. Then they're at Philadelphia Sunday Night Football. Then it's the Chiefs in Germany. I will expect the Dolphins to win that game. Last night, the Chiefs struggling against Denver. That was... The Dolphin fans should look at that and their eyes should perk up and say, whoa, hold on here. Is Zaslow right? Did Zaslow have it first? That the Chiefs are not this unbeatable AFC force anymore. I agree with Zaslow. So for me last night, that was a very good sign if you're a Dolphins fan. All right, so it is Friday. We still got a bunch of stuff to get to here. First, though, you guys know I've been telling you for a while now, if you're thinking about getting a new ride, I only send you to one car dealership. The official car dealership of Zaslow Show 2.0. You know we're talking about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. That's right. I want you to get the best deal out there and go home with the car that's perfect for you and your family. And whatever you're looking for, you're going to find it at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You walk in the showroom doors, you're going to see the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You could be looking for something big, something spacious, a Subaru SUV for your entire family. Maybe you're just looking for something for yourself, something fun to take back and forth, a Subaru sedan to go back and forth to work. Whatever it is you're looking for, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has you covered. And at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you know about the North Fort Lauderdale Subaru promise, right? That's guaranteed most money for your trade, three-day exchange policy, out the door in 90 minutes or less after you say yes, 100% credit approval, lifetime vehicle warranty. Shop nflsubaru.com right now. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go, nflsubaru.com. Guys, it's Friday. You're probably saying to yourself, Zazlo, I gotta know. Is it a big game or is it not a big game? Big game or not a big game? Every Friday brought to us by Brunt Insurance. The only insurance agency I use to get my homeowner's insurance from. That's right. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. And wherever you're calling from in the state of Florida. I got Saslow Show 2.0 listeners all across the Sunshine State. But that's okay, because Brunt Insurance has offices all throughout the state. So from Pensacola all the way to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance knows your area. They're going to be able to tell you exactly what type of coverage you need from your home. At Brunt Insurance, Greg Brunt and his team, they specialize in finding the right policy exactly for your needs. They're going to educate you on all your options, making sure you know the ins and outs of your policy of choice. There are so many options out there. 
Let a fully licensed staff, let Greg Brunt and his team direct you every step of the way so that you know what you're getting and getting it at the most affordable rate out there. Maybe you're not looking for homeowner's insurance. Okay, car insurance, motorcycle, boater's insurance. If you rent your home, renter's insurance. If you're looking for affordable care that offers you the best coverage, Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Let's get to big game or not a big game. First up, all right, lot of action this weekend. Tonight, 7.30 p.m., that's right, TNT. That's the Turner Network Television. NBA preseason basketball, your Miami Heat at the San Antonio Spurs. Victor Wembanyama, is he going to play? Who knows? You know Popovich, he's the godfather of load management. We're hardly going to see Wembanyama at all this year. Is he going to play tonight? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. The Heat, on the other hand, they're only traveling half their team. Not even making the trip are all the regulars. No Butler, Martin, Jovich, Hawkes Jr., Richardson, Adebayo, Hero, Lowry. All these guys stayed back in Miami. So you're, you're really getting a, a B team tonight for Miami. But if you're looking to see more out of guys like Cole Swider, see what he could do tonight. Hey, this is your chance. So tonight, coming off of a win in their first preseason game the other night against Charlotte, can the Heat go 2-0 in the preseason? Heat at Spurs? Not a big game. No, got to be fair. Not a big game. Okay, next up. Tonight, 8 p.m., Fox, WWE SmackDown. It's the season premiere of SmackDown, which also means the return of of the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns has not been on television in a couple of months. This feels like a, if if we're doing big deal or not a big deal, this would be a big deal. What's the tribal chief gonna say to Jimmy Uso, who thinks he's back in the bloodline? Who's next to challenge Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship? WWE SmackDown tonight, that's a big game. Saturday, 12 p.m., ABC, Syracuse Orangemen at number four, Florida State Seminoles. Now, the ACC is loaded, undefeated in the conference. You have FSU, you have Duke, you have Louisville, you have North Carolina. FSU, you don't want to get tripped up against a stupid team like Syracuse. Syracuse at FSU at noon tomorrow, not a big game, not a big game. FSU should crush them. Everybody knows that. Tomorrow, 3.30, SEC Network, Florida Gators at South Carolina Gamecocks. The Gators are 4-2. They have a loss in the SEC. That's to Kentucky. They're looking up at one loss, Kentucky, and looking up at undefeated Georgia, it's a steep mountain for, for UF to climb. Can UF go on the road against a very down South Carolina team this weekend and get a win? Listen, Billy Napier, you better. Florida at South Carolina, not a big game. It's just not. Tomorrow, 
4 p.m. Bally Sports Florida. Florida Panthers, your favorite little hockey team, coming off of a loss last night, first game of the season. They lose 2-0 at Minnesota, but they played very, very well. Nonetheless, they're at the Winnipeg Jets tomorrow. Even if you play well tomorrow, you don't want to start 0-2, especially considering you're going to be without Ekblad and Montour for a while now. Sam Bennett may miss these first couple weeks of the season. So, looking to get on track and their first two points of the season, Panthers at Jets. That's a big game. Yes, you know it. Saturday, 7.30, ABC, number 25 and lucky to still be ranked, Miami Hurricanes at number 12, North Carolina. UNC, they're one of the better teams in the country. If UNC is going to be have a chance at a playoff this year, they have to beat Miami at home. UNC has really had Miami's number over the last five, six, seven years. The Hurricanes... If they win tomorrow night, that's a major win for Mario Cristobal. Maybe it'll be the best of his tenure so far these two years with the Hurricanes. And it'll get people to stop talking about Mario Cristobal being a meatball last week and blowing the game against Georgia Tech. But if the Canes lose tomorrow, this could be a very pivotal turning point for Cristobal when it comes to the Hurricane fan base. They will begin to turn on him after last week. So, Miami at North Carolina, that's a big game. Big game or not a big game? Sunday, 1 p.m., CBS, Carolina Panthers. Not to be confused with the best kind of Panthers, the Florida Panthers at your Miami Dolphins. Panthers are 0-5. Dolphins are 4-1. I think the Dolphins are the best team in the AFC. The Panthers are miserable. I'm looking for a proper blowout this weekend. That's right. What does that mean, a proper blowout? That means unlike last week where they won by two touchdowns against the Giants, 31-16, I didn't like the final score. I was bored with that fourth quarter. I'm looking for a proper blowout at home against a hapless Panther team. Panthers at Dolphins. That's a big game. Johnny Cuba, Zaslow Show 2.0 tailgate. Make sure you come out east side of the stadium, orange lot, right as the gates open on Sunday morning. We'll see you there. And finally, Sunday, 8.15 p.m., Fox. American League Championship Series Game 1, Texas Rangers at Houston Astros. A battle for Texas. Whoever wins this series owns the state of Texas. So obviously that's a big deal. Rangers at Astros, ALCS game one. It's going head-to-head Sunday Night Football Giants at Bills, which should be a miserable game. I'm going big game Rangers at Astros, game one, ALCS. And that right there is another addition. A big game or not a big game brought to us by Brunt Insurance. 954-589-2204. Go to BruntInsurance.com for all your insurance needs. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So last night, leading up to the game, Denver and Kansas City. On the sidelines, NFL Network, you had Mike Garofolo and Steve Smith Jr., former wide receiver for the Panthers and for the Ravens. And Steve Smith Jr. apparently has been very critical 
of Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy. And he tells, he's on the field, he tells how he tried to apologize before the game to the Bronco wide receiver. It didn't go very well. For a short while ago, yeah. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy was walking by and Steve called out to him. I and he got a different reaction. I called out to him because I'll, on my podcast, Cut To It, I just talked about guys that maybe have not um, showed up in a way or in a manner. And so the word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jag, just a guy. Just a guy. And so when I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Rob and Bucky, you can was you can ninja. Ninja? Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was a, it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right, and then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you use a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and ask him, should they trade for you? I will say, no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go back into the studio. I'm done now. Thank you. I got to tell you, that's a big deal. I have never heard an analyst to light up a player like that. Number one, it feels very personal, obviously, for Steve Smith Jr. I don't know why he takes such offense to it. But number two, and most importantly, this Jerry Judy is beefing with everybody. Everybody. He's got something to say to everybody. And he sunk last night. He had like five catches for 35 yards. I'm going big deal, but Jerry Judy feels like a bust. He feels like a jag. He feels like just another guy. Big deal or not a big deal. So our pal Pablo Torre, Metal Arc Media, his new show is doing great. Pablo Torre finds out. And on the latest episode, how about this? He had the king of not the father, Maury Povich, on the show with him. Of all of the things we've watched and beyond, what part surprised you the most? How often were you genuinely like, because you, I imagine you see there, enough things. There were, there was, it happened twice on the show and, and I was at a loss. A woman comes on and accuses a fellow of being the father of her twins. And, uh, okay. And so, since I've told you before, I don't know the result. I open up the envelope and the guy is the father of one in the case of two-year-old Nikolai, Eric, you are not the In the case of two-year-old Darian, Eric, you are the father. One out of two ain't bad. One out of two ain't bad. I have never had that on my show. And the first time it happened, I'm looking around. My step, yeah, yeah. I, what, 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 I, and and I, so, how does that happen? <laughs> Fraternal twins. 
lady could be quite active over a small period of time. Yes. You know, separate eggs. This is a thing that happens. Happened. Million to one shot. According to scientists, it came on twice on my show. <laughs> I'm going big deal. Pablo's doing great stuff. And, and the visual, I mean, the video, the clips are so good. Big deal or not a big deal. So I already discussed earlier in the show, I, I, I can't stand up for the media in this spot. I can't stand up for this this Jake Mintz who, who you know, I didn't like his report about Orlando Arcia and Bryce Harper and that whole situation. Well, it, it's become a very controversial topic we're now the BBWAA, Baseball Writers Association of America, has come to the defense of, of this guy because yesterday on MLB Network High Heat, Alana Rizzo with our guy Christopher Mad Dog Russo, Alana, Alana Rizzo, she was very upset. And I am so irritated with all of these people, these bloggers or podcasters or, or not even reporters, not even journalists going into the clubhouse. You're ruining it for the rest of us. The guys that come in in the postseason and don't have any clue of, of the pulse of the team and, the, and it's making it worse for the people that are there every single day covering this team on a daily basis and then some jack-off comes in at the end of the season that gets a credential, God only knows why. And take the clubhouse is a sacred space. And I remember I've been in clubhouses for the last 16, 17 years. I remember I would go in there, get my job done and get out. That is their space. So for this idiot to go in there and take something out of context just to make him give himself a name is ridiculous. And I completely understand what Travis Darno is saying. I completely understand what Kevin Gossman is saying. You guys can throw up the tweets right now about Kevin Gossman, what he was saying about the fact that they should be allowed to talk in their own clubhouse. Now, there are non-media areas and clubhouses. I understand that. But that's ridiculous. You have to have some sort of decorum intact. If you're going to be lucky enough to cover a Major League Baseball team or a professional team, this is what Kevin Gossman had to say. It's ridiculous us players have to watch out, watch what we say in our clubhouse. And you know what? He's absolutely right. That is their space. It is not a space to go in there and linger around and watch their televisions and, and you know, just kind of, you know, hang out how in there. That's not your space. Some of y'all mad. All I'm saying is that you should not be allowed to quote a player or say you heard something like this in the clubhouse when you, the reporter, are not talking to that player. First of all, this guy, Jake Mintz, that's not even a reporter. That's taking away from true reporters and, to, and true journalists. Where were you on the random Tuesday in April in Cincinnati when this team was playing in Cincinnati? Where were you on a rain delay and you, you have to sit like in me. the press box for all of this time? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. You sound like me. I'm going big deal because, like I said, this has created a, a whole big shitstorm. She may be in some trouble. It, it, look, I, I agree with everything she said, but you can't go on television and call this writer a jack-off. That, that, that's, there's no way that's going to wind up being okay. I'm going big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. So Nick Castellanos for the Philadelphia Phillies after they clinched the series last night over the Braves. He was uh, on the field. He was doing a, a little post-game interview on MLB Network. You in Philly is the best fit. Nick Castellanos we always needed to play for the Philadelphia Phillies. Am I on to something? I mean, yeah, I fuck with Philly. <laughs> Nick, I enjoy you, man. You are one of the great personalities in the sport. You're an awesome baseball player. Congratulations on your achievements tonight. We really appreciate it, man. Thank you. 
I'm going not a big deal. That's a lot of fun. I'm not sure if that's his shtick where he only, he's a man of few words. But, uh, but there you go. He fucks with Philly. I'm going not a big deal, though. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Yes, we did it, everybody. How about that? We made it through the week. Like I told you, uh, we're having technical issues over here at the Zaslow Mansion Studios today. I hope you get to hear this show. I don't know when that's going to be. I hope it's at some point here today. I-, I hope I didn't do this show today for nothing. Either way, today's show brought to us by Bet Online. I appreciate all you guys listening, if you are listening right now, if the show did eventually get out. Thanks, everybody, who hung out with us this week. Of course, thanks, everybody, behind the scenes who else put together every show. I can't do it without all your help. You work so hard. I love you so much. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.